Welcome back to Unsolved Self. I'm your host, Michelle. And I'm Maddie. Hope everybody had a great week. Maddie, how was your week? It was pretty good. Um, Stressful as always, but you know, that's the life we live as mothers. Isn't it though? Yes, and sorry we missed last week. I know y'all missed us a lot. Yeah, we had some my issues. computer died in the middle of me working on a story, so I'm still working on my uh, show notes and stuff because I got to add them back in because I had to just jot them down. It was a whole mess. Anyway, I've had some <laughs> rough luck. So, yeah, um, I've not gotten a new one, so I'm recording on my tablet, and we'll just see how that goes. We may have to go back and re-record some of these. There's yeah. like a couple I'm not happy with anyway, and I think we should go back and re-record just because I don't think we did them justice. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, our early ones kind of sound not yeah. too great. We need to just go back and re-release them. That's what we need to do the next time we're missing one. Mm-hmm. We need to go back and re-record the ones that we did so we can re-release them anytime we need to skip. Ah, all right. I know, why didn't anybody come up with that idea sooner? Mm-hmm. Anyhow, okay, you ready? I am ready. What you got for us today? Okay, so I did a random search on NamUs, and I was looking for cars that disappeared with their owners um, because I don't. Those stories are always interesting to me because I always automatically kind of assume water or like an embankment. Yeah, but um, you know, sometimes that's not the case. But anyway, that's where my mind always goes, and so I kind of wanted to look into that just because I needed some inspiration. Mm-hmm. And um, my search honestly did not come up with a lot of that. Really? It came up with a few, but but it came up with some interesting stuff. So I've been working on them stories because I'm like, some of these stories are really interesting. Well, I'm excited to hear them. So um, the first story we have is actually the oldest case that is currently listed on NamUs. Really? Yes. And it is the case of Elijah Gershom Cravens. Elijah went missing in 1902. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know, right? Um, The date is listed as January 1st, 1902, but January 1st is actually the default date for NamUs when they don't know the exact date that somebody went missing. So I doubt he actually went missing on January 1st, although it is possible. Gotcha. Elijah was a white male between 30 and 40. He was 5'6", and he weighed between 100 and 300 pounds. Wait, wait, wait. He was between 30 and 40, so a 10-year difference, and a 300-pound difference? Well, a 200-pound difference. 200-pound difference? Can't matter. Okay, so the other ones, you know, are ranges because they, I guess they didn't know the exact details. But then they were very specific that he was 5'6". Yeah, so it it seems like they would be like, he's somewhere between 5'0 and 6'0". Right, but they didn't. They were like, he's 5'6". Now, we don't know how old he is, and we don't know what he weighed, but he was definitely (laughs) 5'6". Does so this that, guy even that exist? That was kind of odd to me. 
But um, Elijah left his farm in Okmulgee, Oklahoma, on horseback. And he was on his way to attend a Woodman of the World meeting. Oh, what's that? I'll explain it in a sec. Okay. He left his farm and he was never seen again. And I don't believe they ever found his horse either. So my... My search was on people whose vehicles were never recovered. Yeah. And so his vehicle was a horse, and, <laughs> and it was not recovered. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean... Um, so if, if you're just... wondering, and I know you are... Yeah. The Woodmen of the World was a fraternal organization founded in 1896 with the intention to help its members with insurance and with burial benefits. Oh. So that's what that was. Okay. Now, the Oklahoma State Police would be the ones to contact if you had information on this case. Um, I was thinking that, honestly, you know that, um, I don't know if you've ever seen a never-ending story, but that scene with the horse and quicksand. <laughs> yeah. That's what popped into my mind, and I was like, no, don't think of that. You know... Growing up, you always thought that quicksand was going to be more of an issue than it ever was. I swear, me and Zane just talked about that. Quicksand, <laughs> volcanoes, and catching on fire. Yes. I thought would be way more prominent than they, they are. Yes. I've never once caught on fire. Exactly. <laughs> you know, Billy caught on fire that time, though. Oh, yeah, you're right. He did. And he ain't stopped drive and roll, did he? No. No. No, he didn't. So, my luck, I'd probably fall in the quicksand and stop drive and roll, because that's just how my life goes. (laughs) So, my assumption would be that his horse got spooked and threw him, and he died of the elements or something, or he was hurt badly or killed when his horse throwing. That's mm-hmm. my assumption. But, I mean, we really honestly don't know. The truth is, if he, you know, went however far away out of his town and nobody recognized his horse, if it showed up at somebody's farm, they're probably going to keep it. Yeah. So. Especially if nobody ever came to look for it. Right. So, if it was just like a town over or whatever... That horse could be living with somebody. I mean, not now, but, you know, at the time. (laughs) And nobody would have even really questioned it. They'd have just been like, I don't know, this horse just showed up. So, okay. So, next we have, this is a sad case. It involves a mother and a child. I mean, they're all sad, but I don't know. It's always a little sadder when it's like a kid to me. Yeah. I guess I got a soft spot for little kids. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But now we have Layla Lewis Bryan. She's a white female, 36, between 5'7 and 5'8, and weighs 120 pounds. She has black hair, gray eyes. She was last seen wearing a summer print house dress, a green turban, 
possibly a sweater, brown and white shoes. She was not wearing stockings and she was not wearing jewelry. Okay. Then we have Mary Rachel Bryan. She's a white female. She's four years old, three foot tall, 40 pounds, has brown hair, brown eyes, and protruding front teeth. Okay. Mary is Layla's um, only child. Okay. Okay. So, they were last seen about 9 p.m. on May 10th in 1941. And this was at Carolina Beach, North Carolina. They left their house about 9 p.m. now to go run an errand. Now, the accounts on what that errand was, they differ with each other because some say she was running just a couple blocks up to the grocery store to grab something they needed. But Uh some of the accounts said that she was taking $2 to the local dime store where she was going to buy a bra. I mean, why at that time? That is my curiosity. Why does she need a bra that late at night? Unless there was something going on the next day that she needed a new bra for. Um, But that's very specific. She took $2 to go buy a bra. Uh, Bring back those times where bras were $2. You ain't joking. Those were them good pointy ones, too. Yeah. I'll take it. (laughs) Like the Madonna bras. Mm-hmm. Always filling out them sweaters. <laughs> but I was I was the same way. I was like, why do you need a bra at 9 o'clock at night? Yeah. But I can see needing to run to the grocery store that late, but I don't know, that feels late. Maybe because I'm old, but that feels late to me. And how do you know that she took $2? Like, how do you know that? So, my thinking is that that came from her husband, but I'm not sure. Okay. Um, When Layla left, she was driving, quote, her husband's 1935 Model A coupe, which was never recovered. The police Mm. did a large search. They were tracking leads everywhere from Florida to New York. They searched the woods. They searched with private airplanes they drug inlets and um they even drug nearby cape fear and they did not find any clues whatsoever Hmm. six weeks after this disappearance the sbi which is like their version of like the gbi or whatever um the director asked for 200 troops like National Guard troops to yeah. come in and help them search all the swamps in the area. But I never saw if the troops actually came in and helped the search or if he actually, you know, received the troops he was looking for, or if they held any more searches. Hmm. The husband slash dad, <coughs> excuse me, was the police's main and really only suspect. His name was... Edis Clarence or E.C. Brian. Um, he was never officially charged though and he died in 1976. Hmm. Now, for his part, E.C. did report them missing after they were gone for only about three hours. And if you think back to that description that was given about what um, the wife was wearing, 
It was yeah. super detailed. Super yeah, was. detailed. Now the kid was like, mm, I don't know, probably like clothes, but I don't know. You yeah. Know? But the wife, I mean, they went down to the color of her shoes. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I can understand that the husband is generally the first suspect, but I don't know in this case personally. I, I think if you had done something to him, you probably would have given yourself more than three hours before you reported him missing. Oh, for sure. And, and the police started searching immediately. So, what had happened was that neighbors had reported seeing E.C. working with concrete under his house the night his family went missing, and then they saw him just up and leave. But I did not see what vehicle he up and left in, and I assume it was not the one she went missing in, or that would have been big news, right? Yeah. So, just for a little bit of clarification, this is a beach house, Mm -hmm. and it's up on stilts to keep it from flooding. Yeah. So, when it says he was working under his house with concrete, he was laying like a floor at the base of the stilts that they could use as like a um, shed or like a garage area, like a covered area. Oh, so that's what he was doing was putting that flooring down under the on the around the stilts under gotcha. the house. Gotcha. Cause when I first read he was working under the house with concrete, I was like, how do they know? <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's what it actually was. Now the theory was obviously floated that he had killed them and then buried them under the house in that yeah. concrete. In 2009, Leela's niece, who had been fighting for years to get this case reopened, finally convinced the police to do that. And they approached the new owners of this beach house, and those owners fully cooperated. They brought in the scanners, and they scanned all the concrete, and they found three possible spots that could be where a body would be buried. So, the news article says that they dug up two of those spots and they found nothing, but it didn't say why they didn't dig up the third or what was up with that. Yeah, that just seems weird. Right. So, I don't know if they were like, okay, obviously, you know, this one's too small to have both of them in it or something. You know, I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, according to the news article, they only dug up two of the three spots. So I don't know what that was about. That's weird. I thought so too. There was another theory floated that Leela had committed a murder-suicide and um, had, you know, obviously, I guess, driven into water or whatever. Yeah. But nobody that knew her really believed that she would ever do that. She really loved her kid. And, um, and she, you know, she seemed to be having a good life. Yeah. You know, which you never can tell, but eh. I don't know that I, I, don't know. I would believe that one either. So, do you have theories or? Um. Well. I don't know 
know that she murdered suicide. Maybe she ran away. So you think it's possible they ran away? Yeah, I think it's possible that she could have ran away. Hmm. I mean, uh, anything is possible. Yeah, I mean, she didn't take anything with her, so that's kind of weird. Right. Except for $2 to buy a bra. $2. That's not going to get you very far, though. I know, and she wasn't even wearing a bra. Exactly. I don't know. I, um... I know it's kind of... It's kind of cliche, but it is Florida, and there's a lot of water. And I think that it's at all possible that she could have gone around a curve too fast. Remember back then, kids were not in car seats. And how distracting do you think Cade would be if he was not in a car seat? Uh, so distracting. So. Oh, my gosh. They were not necessarily having a kid in a car seat. They could have, but they not necessarily. Mm-hmm. And so... It's at all possible she reached back, trying to hand the kid something, hush the kid up, whatever, and missed a curve, ran off into the water. Yeah. Very true. I mean, the fact that they never found the car. Yeah. I know, that stands out to me. In this well, case. <clears throat> um, I do want to, that reminds me, um... I have started my diving course to get certified to dive, and then after I get certified, I'm going to go back and get certified to be a uh, rescue and recovery diver. Oh, that's awesome. I'm so excited about it. So, I get to look for um, missing cars and everything under the water. Oh, I'm excited for that. I am excited, too. Then you can stop random people at thrift stores and tell them about your diving experiences <laughs> and freak them out. Yeah. If you don't know what she's talking about, you're not a loyal listener. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't be so sensitive. <laughs> okay. So, um, next story, we have Richard Allen Rhine. And this is one of those where we don't have a ton of information, but the information we have doesn't make sense as to why we have this information. Okay. So, you'll see what I mean in just a second. He went missing from Angleton, Texas on March 22nd, 1977. He is a white male, 23 years old. 5'7", 135 pounds. He has brown hair, hazel eyes. He might have a mustache. He might not have a mustache. All right. He had a small scar on his forehead between his eyes. Okay. He had pre... pre hmm, goodness me. He had previously fractured his collarbone his left arm above the wrist, his second joint on his birdie finger on his right hand. Bless his mama. He is epileptic, which could have caused the broken bones probably. And he was on meds for his epilepsy. So he needed the medication. Okay. Yeah. All right. So this is the information that we have. 
and uh, we'll discuss your questions in a sec because I know you're going to have them. Okay. He got in his 1969 Chevy 210 pickup. It's green. It has a white roof. And then the passenger door and the passenger fender are both gold. He was planning to just run by and talk to his boss and find out if he still had a job. And then he was never seen again. Wait, why wouldn't he have a job? Good question. I don't believe they ever found his truck either. I didn't see it mentioned one way or another. I don't know where he lived. I don't know who last saw him. And I don't know why he did not know if he had a job or not. That seems so weird. Right. Like, why do we have that information but not have why? Yeah. That just doesn't compute. Like, what do you mean he needs to know if he has a job or not? So my wonder is, could he have missed work because of his medical issues? And then he was like, you reckon they're going to fire me for missing work or not? I mean, maybe. So let me go ask. The fact that they did not know if he had a mustache or not, the fact that it was not mentioned whether or not his truck was found, the fact that, and and like all the sources said about him going to see if he had a job still, but nobody said why. Why would he not have a job? Yeah. I don't know. I was like, that's an odd one. Ah, that's so weird. I know, and it's one of those that you can't really um, make a whole story out of, so I doubt anybody else is going to cover it. But, you know, I like to throw those cases in now and again. Because somebody may remember something. Somebody may say, you know, oh, you know what? Back in the 70s, my Uncle Creepster had a green and white truck with a gold fender and door on the passenger side. What are the chances? You know, you you just never know. (laughs) Lastly, we have kind of another odd story. Okay. This story is about Eva Marie Riddle. She's a white female. She's 15 years old. She had brown hair, but she may have dyed it because she did dye her hair pretty often. Yeah. She had blue eyes. She stood 5'6 and weighed 130 pounds. She was last seen in Brindleton, Florida on May 1st, 1977. Now, that's not when she was last seen. It's just when she was last seen in Florida. Okay. Okay, remember, she's 15 years old, but I guess Miss Eva is a little bit of a wild child because she has aliases. Oh. I know, and I'm grown, and I was like, why do I not have an alias? I, yeah. I feel kind of left out here. But, I uh, want Ms. an alias. Exactly. Miss Eva apparently was giving her parents the gray hair from early on, and she... Use the aliases Aubrey, 
Natasha or Victoria. And sometimes she used a different last name and the other last name that she used was Mattingly. What? None of these, like, even match. I know. It's not like nicknames. These are full-fledged aliases. It's not like, you know, they're calling her Evie or something. Yeah. No, these are full-fledged aliases. (laughs) What the heck? Now, uh, Miss 15-year-old Eva also has a tattoo on her ankle that she gave herself when she was 12. What? What was the tattoo of? Nobody can remember what the tattoo was, but one of her cousins thinks it might have been initials. Initials? Yes, but nobody says whose. I think I would recall what my 15-year-old tattooed on themselves. I mean, my 12-year-old tattooed on themselves. Uh, yeah. I mean, I know what your tattoo is. I know what Ansley's tattoos are. Yeah. So... I mean, and at 12, I mean, she had to have gotten uh, in trouble for that. Yeah, that feels like that would have been a big deal, and I would have been like, what are you thinking? Yeah. All kinds of mom on them. Anyway, (laughs) so here is where things get kind of odd. Like I said, she was reportedly last seen by her cousin in Florida, and this cousin says that she left on her own, and she was going to travel back to Ohio, where she came from. And Uh then from Ohio, she was going to travel either by bus or by plane to California. Oh. Right. And her stepmom had sent her the money for the bus ticket, which she did buy, and she did actually make it to Ohio because people did see her there, which is what makes it a little odd because they're saying she was last seen in Florida, but she was actually last seen in Ohio. And so we don't really know when she actually went missing because the date they gave was for Florida. Hmm. Right. And then she would have had bus travel time, and then she actually got to Ohio and visited people. Yeah. So, why would they they use that date for Florida? That doesn't make any sense. I'm completely unclear, and I'm unclear as why she's listed as missing from Florida. I understand that that's where she lived. But it seems like it would say she's missing from Florida, but she was last seen in Ohio. Hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know why they chose to do that. It was it was odd to me. So she did make it to Ohio, though. We know that. And while she was there, she visited with a different cousin. And this cousin said he did not realize she was a runaway. He had no idea. And he actually did not even know that she had moved out of Ohio. So Hmm. that's weird, right? Isn't that weird? Yeah, that is so weird. Like, they had a whole established life in Florida because there were people that remembered going to school with her like the year before and everything mm-hmm. on um, WebSleuth. So like they were gone all this time and you didn't notice. <laughs> like, you never were like 
hey, Johnny, I hadn't seen you. Want to come by for a barbecue? And they're like, uh, no, we moved like last year. Yeah. Oh, dang, man. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I guess not all family is close like that, but... yeah. I don't know, that strikes me as a little strange. It does strike me as a little strange. Okay, so he didn't know, and so not only did he not turn her in, but he offered to give her a ride home, which meant, like, her old house where he thought she lived in Ohio. Yeah. And so she's like, sure, that's great. (laughs) Oh? So So she doesn't correct him and be like... No, we moved to Florida, and I'm just up here living my best life. She did not correct him. She's like, yeah, that, that's a plan. Thanks. I'll, I'll accept that ride. And so he drops her off at her old house. He drives off, and she walks a few houses down to where her boyfriend's sister lives. Oh, okay. So she visits with his sister. And then she leaves there, and nobody has seen her since. Wow. Now, now this one... Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to give my theory. Now, this one, this girl, she she just wanted to disappear. Right. Yeah. And, and I mean, she flat told the cousin in Florida that. Yeah. The... She, the yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm just saying, like, I don't think anything nefarious happened to her. I think she just up and left. Decided she I, didn't want to do this no more. I think of all the people that we probably covered, this one probably had the best potential to possibly be, you know, just still out there alive doing whatever she wants to do. Yeah. So, this boyfriend's sister was interviewed by police, and um, if she had any usable information, she did not share it with them. Oh. She says she ain't seen nothing, she ain't know nothing. She yeah, has she since knows something. passed away, so if she the- did know something, they'll never know. Gotcha. I wish that somebody had said, you know, where was the boyfriend? Did he also go missing? I assume if he had, it would have been linked to her case. Yeah. But he was not mentioned in this, only his sister. Hmm. Eva did have a history of running away, but there was no reported family issues or abuse. There were no like rumors that she had a rough life or anything she they had like a ton of pictures of her and she Mm. looks like super happy in the picture like you know sometimes they'll they'll show a picture and you're like oh this kid looks haunted yeah you know what i mean this was not the case with her pictures not to me i thought she just looked i mean cute as can be and like she was living a decent life so there's not even any rumors about any kind of family issues or abuse now like we say you never know yeah you never know but um i mean there was she didn't make any allegations that i've seen or anything either so 
I, but I agree. I think there's a decent possibility that she's just out there living life the way she wants to, like that <laughs> other poor child. And, um, I mean, there's always the risk. She was 15 years old. Yeah. So there always was the risk that she, in her travels, could run across somebody terrible mm-hmm. and something bad could have happened. Or that she could have had some sort of accident. Yeah. Or something like that. That is always a possibility. But, um, yeah, I mean, she quite possibly could have made it to California. And who knows what she's doing now. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. I agree. She's just off doing her own little thing. So, that is all the stories I have for this week. Okay. Um, I know it's a little shorter than our normal episode, but I don't have a page counter on on my thing, so (laughs) I can't tell how long the stories are. But also, I did four. Four or five. So, Uh, I was like, that's enough. Yeah, one of those. (laughs) You people know. But also, I had terrible luck this week, and I want to tell y'all about my luck, because you're not going to believe it. And I promise you this is true. Like, I have, I have, like, text messages where I had, like, complained to my friends and stuff. (laughs) So, I'm sitting in my room, and um, I'm having to do research by notebook, which is fine, because a lot of times... I'll, like, look the stuff up online and then jot down notes anyway. But mm-hmm. I'm just making extra notes in my notebook and kind of writing out the story the way I would tell it in my yeah. notebook. So, I've got my notebooks in there in my room, and I'm, like, kicked back. I have to do a sleep study to see if I have sleep apnea, which is a racket. I don't know if any of y'all have done a sleep study, but there is absolutely no way anybody puts on that machine and gets a good night's rest. I mean, there's absolutely no way. I was digging into my ribs. <laughs> the nose thing kept coming out of my nose like it was too wide for my nose. So, I'd stretch my nostrils out till it popped out like a ping pong ball or something. Really? Noah had a sleep study and it was just like a little thing on his finger. No, I had to wear the thing on my finger, but it was hot and it was squishing my finger and also my fingernail came out the end and then it like, the little plastic piece was up under my fingernail and so when I pulled it back, then it said I ain't have no heartbeat or whatever. So I I push it back. And then it, like, squished my finger, and my finger was sweaty as I'll get out. (laughs) And I had to put the tube thing had to go up my nose like an oxygen mask in the hospital. Mm Mm-hmm. And then it, like, went around the back of my head, and then I had to tighten it. But, like, one side kept coming loose, and then it kept getting on my cheek, and I kept thinking something was on my face. I mean, it was, like, terrible, and I could not, I'm a stomach sleeper. It has to go on your stomach, so I couldn't sleep on my stomach. It had to sleep on my side, but the clips for it are on the side. They're, like, sleep on your back. I mean, uh, I can't. No. I, that, I'm not going to get good just, sleep if I never sleep like that. But I can't just change the way I've slept my entire life. Yeah. And it's got to be genetic because cold does the same thing. I sleep dead on my face. 
Yeah. I put the pillow under my forehead so it keeps my face off of the bed, but I sleep <laughs> face down. Yeah. And he does too. And like when he's snuggling, he wants to put face down and I keep turning his head because I'm scared of suffocating my boobs. Right. But, uh, and I turn his little head, but he gets angry and then he puts his face back face down. Yeah. So, um, it's gotta be genetic. But anyway, they're like, sleep on your back. I'm like, I mean, that is obviously not gonna happen. <laughs> but I put it on, listen, hear me out, cause it's gonna sound like, duh, no shit. Okay, I put it on while I was awake, okay? Yeah, I understand, no shit. Yeah. But I didn't immediately go to sleep is what I'm saying. Like, I didn't put it on and immediately go to sleep. Okay. I put it on and tried to get it adjusted and get used to it a little bit Mm -hmm. before I went to sleep. So I watched like a 30 minutes of a TV show with it on. Yeah. Okay. So while I'm watching the TV, I'm sitting up in bed. I'm obviously breathing. It's saying I'm not breathing. I'm like, I'm obviously breathing. I know I'm breathing because I'm, I'm awake. I'm not asleep. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm like, this is a racket because it's definitely saying I'm not breathing when I am. And then I held my breath. (laughs) I held my breath to see if it would say I stopped breathing and it didn't. And I was like, what is happening here? But if I yawned or if I opened my mouth, it would say I was not breathing. But if I kept my mouth closed, even if I held my breath, it tried to say I was breathing. And I was like, I don't understand what's happening here. Yeah. So in any case, I had to do this sleep study. I forgot why I started this story because this is not where I started going with this story. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. This is absolutely not the story I started to tell, but I I don't even remember why I started. I feel like I had a point to it when I started it, but I absolutely... (laughs) I have no clue why I started telling that story. In any case, I just... It's a racket. But, um... So, what had happened was, this has absolutely nothing to do with the sleep study thing or, and I'm really, I I cannot remember why I started telling that story, so just ignore it. In any case, so what had happened was, the Uh other night, oh, I remember now, because I needed to do the sleep study thing that night, and I was like, you know, I'll do my little research, and then I'll do the sleep study thing, and um, then I'll be able to return it Monday, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, this is Saturday night, and so, um, that's my plan, but I, like, put the little thing on, I'm like, oh, I don't love that, because it's squishing my hand. I don't love it. I'm claustrophobic. Anyway. So, I'm talking to one of my friends that doesn't live far, and they're like, oh, it sounds like it's going to storm. And I'm like, oh, cool, because, you know, it storms, like, every night right now. Yeah. And so, you know, it's not usually that bad. It's not usually a big thing, and I like the storms. The dogs don't, but I do. And so, I'm like, cool. So, you know, I'm over here doing my research and stuff, and um, I can hear the wind. Like, it is whipping, and the rain is just 
banging on the, because we have a metal roof and you can hear it in my bedroom. It's just banging on the roof, banging on the air conditioner. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, dang, God, that really does sound like a bad storm. And all of a sudden the wind whips up and I mean, it's blowing in the house. Like it's blowing curtains and stuff. It is like whipping. Man. And I'm like, oh shit. All of a sudden power's out. And I'm like, oh, okay. So that's super unusual for us because our power does not go out often. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm like, okay, no big deal. It'll probably be right back on, right? So right. I text Kayla and I said, um, stay where you are because I don't need her little clumsy ass falling and breaking her arm or something in the middle of a tornado storm. And so I'm like, just stay where you are. Because I know she's probably laying in bed playing on her phone or her tablet. And so um, she's like, okay. So I'm thinking when she was like, ain't no danger of me getting up. Yeah. (laughs) So Zane comes out and he's like, I'm going to go out and see if I see anything. And I'm like, okay. And so I'm like, what are you going to see but lightning? I mean... (laughs) I don't know what you hope to see. So anyway, he goes out and he comes back and he's like, hey, everybody else has power. What? And I'm like, what? And he says, everybody, like the people across the road, the people next door, the people on the other side, everybody up and down the road as far as I can see has power. It's just us. Really? And I'm like, um... That can't be true. And he's like, it's true. So I walk out there and for sure. Now our road, side, our road light is out. And all the other road lights are still lit. But all the other houses have power. It is just us. And I'm like, what on earth? So, and yes, I paid the power bill. And so <laughs> I had just gotten a text like, two days before from my bank saying my power bill cleared and me and Billy were together when it came through and I was like oh the power bill cleared so I texted Billy and I was like the power's out we had a real bad storm and he was like oh I said but everybody else has power everybody else in the neighborhood has power it's just us and he's like Oh, I was going to say, did you pay the bill? But yeah, you said that the other day that you got the text saying the the electric bill had cleared. And I was like, yes, I paid the bill. So I go online and um, I check their little outage map. There is one house with power out on their outage map. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's me. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, let me go, because you can report it online, and I'm going to report it and see if they give me any details, say, you know, what's up, whatever. And so I try, but then you've got to have the account number. Who knows their account number just, I mean, off the top of their head. That's crazy. Yeah, not me. So then I got to take my flashlight and I got to look through all the mail that I threw up on top of the refrigerator when I was straightening up the other day and find a power bill. So I finally dig one out and everything. And so I go and uh, I'm like looking at it and then I'm like, I see the phone number and I'm like, you know what, bump this, let me just call. And so I call and uh, 
so if you call, you don't even need the uh, account number. They just ask you your ad- they just ask you to confirm your address. And I'm like, yeah. so I just spent 15 minutes looking for the doggone bill for absolutely no reason. I should have just called. Anyway, so I do, and um, it doesn't give me any info, but it says that they expect it'll be on in like 30 minutes. It was not. It was not. <laughs> So, after 30 minutes, I, like, go back in and I check the map. And now there's, like, 40 houses, but none of them are on my road. They're, like, on a road that's, like, two miles up and back behind us. Yeah. It, not on my road. Um, and it's got, like, a square of the outages. And then at the bottom corner of one of the, it's like a rectangle, on the bottom corner of it is a little loop that comes out and circles my house. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they have like a, an area, like a rectangular area that is, I guess, that grid. And then the little bitty circle on the tail of it that is my house. Huh. So um, there's like 40 more houses or whatever, but they're not here. And so I like text my friends and I'm like, because, you know, like, all women I think we have that little text group of our friends where we send each other stuff or complain about our families or whatever and I text them and I'm like so there's one house on my road who doesn't have power y'all want to guess who it is here's a hint and then I send them a picture I took of myself but it's pitch black (laughs) I mean (laughs) it is pitch black so it's just black (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so um, one of them laughs and, <laughs> and it's like that, I'm sorry but that made me laugh and um, the other one's like did you pay your bill <laughs> like, yes I paid my bill for damn so, nobody um, thinks you paid your bill I know and I'm like yes I paid my bill but I'm sure all my neighbors are looking over here like oh did she pay her bill <laughs> Because everybody's got power but us. And it's super obvious because my street light is out. So, um, anyway, I'm like, I know my neighbors are over here, like, probably talking shit, talking about, oh, I don't think they paid their bill. <laughs> but, they didn't even I mean, go outside. Exactly. What are the chances it's just my house? I mean, karma, maybe. What'd you do? I didn't do nothing. You sure? Yeah. So, did. no. I did do something good. Thank you. I should have had good karma. Remind me, I'm about to tell you that in a second. So, right. what I think happened was that this is the oldest house on this end of the road. Mm-hmm. And so, I think those other houses in the, up the road, they're all pretty old houses. And I think when um, they brought the power in, they linked me with that neighborhood. Because this house, well, not me, but this house. Yeah. Because this house was here before any of the other houses. And so I think maybe when they added the other houses, they just did their own grid and they never moved this house off of it. I mean, that's my, I ain't a lineman, so I don't really know. (laughs) Yeah. But I do know I paid my electric bill and I ain't have no power. I did. I ain't have no power. And let me tell you what the, let me, two more little things about this annoying little situation. Like three days before this, 
I have um, an emergency light bulb in my bathroom and in my kitchen. And so what happens is when you turn on your light, it charges up. And so when your light goes out, those bulbs will stay lit for like 90 minutes after the power's out. Yeah. So you still have a bathroom light and you still have a kitchen light. Like three days before this, Billy goes, hey, both the emergency bulbs have quit working. Hmm, at the same and time. And I'm like, yes. And I'm like, um, okay, I'll handle it. I'm like, I'll, I'll buy another one when I get to the store. I'll, I'll take care of it. Did I take care of it? Absolutely mm-hmm. no. not. Absolutely did not. Nope, sure did not. But mind you, my power has not gone out since I put those emergency bulbs in. Then three days ago, he says that the emergency bulbs have quit. And then all of a sudden, here goes my power. Hmm. And also, that wind was out there whipping. It was whipping. It was blowing (laughs) through my house. And then my power went out. And that, it calmed. It was the calmest wind you've ever seen in your... It was dead still. It was hot. Soon as my air conditioning and fan went off, that wind was just like, nope. I'm out. <laughs> I opened the door. I'm like, it, it is not blowing a lick. <laughs> so I was annoyed with that. Anyhow, I don't know what happened, but that's just my theory on it. But I was like, what are the chances of this? This is ridiculous. But thank you for my karma. Let me tell you what had happened here. Okay. And I ain't going to name no names and I ain't going to name no places because I don't want to get nobody in trouble. But I had stopped to get gas the other day and um, the other week. And um, I didn't want to, but Zane was like, you need to get gas because he don't like to pump the gas. But when we came through, it was, like, super busy, and I was like, yeah, I'll get it later. And then he was like, don't forget to get gas. And so I was like, all right. So I started to just not, and then I said, nah, let me go ahead and get gas, because, you know, it's a decent day. I'm like, let me get gas. So I pull in, and I, um... I pull up to the pump and I'm, you know, I put my thing in, I do my little code. Well, my code don't work. And I'm like, whatever, I'm just ready to get done with my being here and go about my life. And so I like start pumping the gas and I'm staring off into the distance. I'm watching traffic go by. (laughs) I'm like being nosy about the people across the road. I'm like staring off into the distance. This thing goes forever. This is not a good sign because my car takes premium. Oof. So this is expensive. And so I'm like, oh my God, this is taking forever. But I'm like just watching people go by. I'm like waving. Hey, how you doing? (laughs) (laughs) The pump kicks off and I turn around and I glance at it. And it says, um, it was less than $5. What? And so, and I turned around and I put my gas cap back on and then I was like, what? And I turned back around and looked and it was like more than $10, 10 gallons of gas, but it was less than $5 that I paid. 
And what? so I was like, what is happening? And I took my receipt and I looked and the gas was 41 cents a gallon. Wow. Where was that? <laughs> I'm not telling. And so I went in and uh, the one woman was waiting on customers and the other one was off on the side and I was like, hey, come here a sec. And uh, she walked over there and I was like, hey, um, the premium is ringing up for this. And I slid my receipt over and like tapped it. And she was like, the premium? And I was like, yeah, but then I'm thinking like, should one of the others be ringing up as that? Cause <laughs> I got more vehicles. I'll bring them. Yeah. And, uh, and she looked at it and then she went in at her machine and she was like, oh my God, I messed up when I changed the price. Ooh. And, um, I'm like, okay, so what are we doing? And, um, she's like, thank you so much for letting me know. And I was like, I, and so I'm like, you know, I got to hand her my card and she's like, mm -mm, you enjoy your gas. Oh, how and I nice. was like, well, thank you. And she's like, no, thank you. And then I left. And then I was like, uh, probably I'm the only one that gets premium there. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, maybe not. Yeah. You never know. But I don't know if all of them were messed up or just that one. But, uh, anyway, so I got, a whole tank of gas. <laughs> I got, well, I got like uh, 11 gallons of gas. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Faux but free I did, almost. I know. And I was, uh, I was so annoyed because my car was sitting on empty. And I never leave my car on empty. But Billy had driven it and he left yeah. it on empty. And then I didn't know until I got up to leave that morning. And then we were running behind because we had an issue with the dogs. And, um, so we were running behind and then I could, he had just dropped my car key in my purse instead of putting it where it goes. Mm -hmm. And I need my car key to get gas because I have a lock on my gas tank. Yeah. So I was panicked because we could not find the key, but I knew it was in the car somewhere, but we couldn't figure out where. And so I stopped at um, the gas station behind somebody that was filling up at a different gas station. And um, and we were looking for the key. And so then when we finally found the key, they still weren't done. So I pulled up and backed into a gas pump. And when I backed in, the skank in a minivan, and if you are listening, I am flipping you the middle finger right now. <laughs> Pulled up. It, but obviously they saw me backing up. Yeah. Like I was right there at the pump. And then they pull up where I can't back up anymore. And then they just sit there. And so like my thing is that I was really annoyed and so I was like um I don't trust myself to just say move the damn car yeah and so <laughs> I'm just like you know what I'm just gonna go because I, I may nut up and I do not want to be in jail in this podunk ass town and so I left and then he, Zane was like you know they saw us and I was like I know they did but I don't I don't feel like jail and uh yeah. Ain't no telling what I was wearing, neither. But I was like, I don't... I was about to say, you ain't wearing the right <laughs> shirt to go to jail. <laughs> well, I don't know what I was wearing, but I'm like, you know, I ain't interested in jail time. So, uh, 
I'm like, no, I'm just going, I'm just going to go. And so I'd almost stopped at that one. And then I didn't. I went to the other one. But I should have good karma for that. Yeah. So anyway, I shouldn't have be the only house on the block that looks like I ain't paid my electric bill because I ain't got no power. (laughs) And that power did not come on for four hours. Jeez. It was hot. It was so hot. Anyway. All right. We got to close. Yeah. All right. So our social medias, I know you're going to ask, are unsolved underscore south on instagram and unsolved south podcast on facebook we have a facebook discussion group where you can too tell us what you think about the cases we discussed today or any other day and uh yeah and hey to all our new members too because we got a bunch of new members on our members we got a bunch of new members i'm proud of y'all thanks for following y'all Hey! And uh, share us with somebody that needs some good karma in their life. Heck yeah. All right. All right. We'll see y'all next time. Bye. Bye!